0: just say hello in the most obnoxious way when we so do i it's my goal
1: is to just be obnoxious in the hello it's the best it's so people understand what they're getting into
0: yeah you're prepared you, know what I mean? you can leave if you don't like it but don't because but don't we,
1: we, we, no don't leave don't leave <laughs> us it's like that pick me girl who's like I'm just so great pick me don't go pick me or like Meredith Gray in that episode where she's like pick me choose me love me oh yeah (laughs) great scene now I make fun of it it's
0: it's a great scene
1: it is but yeah welcome back
0: to another episode of crime cocktails Cocktails. and BS
1: I love when you say it (laughs) it makes me so happy well, I'm glad. I
0: can make you happy. Yes. How are you doing? How? What's going on? I'm doing well. It's, like, very cloudy here today, so I'm having trouble waking up. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and okay. it's afternoon where you are.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I'm still having trouble waking up. It is, like, sunny but snowing. It's so
0: strange. Oh, that's pretty, like, though, when it's all...
1: It is, but... Kind of over it. Honestly, I'm just over having... So I do like the morning shift with Bori. Uh Uh-huh. So it's like 30 degrees out, really cold. Never remember to bring gloves with me. Uh Because I'm like, let's just go. Let's get this done, bro. Mm Mm-hmm. And we do like a normal loop around our block and everything, which our block's pretty large because there's like a piazza area in between. So like it's like a double block okay which is really nice um but yes we do that and I call my parents and like whoever during that period and I don't realize that my hand is freezing off oh
0: yeah (laughs) does your phone ever glitch out when it's too cold
1: I haven't had it glitch when it's too cold
0: oh that used to happen to me in Wisconsin all the time I would be talking to someone who just shut off because it was so cold (laughs)
1: i remember oh, the, i know that happens when it's really hot mm-hmm. i've never seen it when it's too cold yeah but yeah My dogs are barking that's fine ollie you, i'm Laura. surprised Al, ollie i was gonna say Allie, and that does not make sense i'm surprised ollie hasn't tried to jump up on the mic I yet
0: i just I saw him. <laughs> they're running back and forth oh they're <laughs> so cute um, oh. My parents are visiting, and they yes. have a pit bull named Athena, and they've been that's playing. That's such with a her.
1: great pit bull name, by the way.
0: Yeah, it is. that's fantastic. It is, but is she there? No, she's not here. She's but with your parents. But she comes over, and they run around, and it's really that's
1: cute. so cute. <laughs>
0: yeah. So that's a I highlight. Love that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Bori. is a loner. That's okay. It's okay. I see Penny. It's Penny. Penny looked directly into my soul. Did.
0: <laughs> There's Ollie. Did.
1: Ollie seriously is our third. Um, I know. third He's member of the team.
0: He's he my has, has tried loses multiple everything. times. Everything. <laughs> He's
1: tried multiple times jumping up and being on the mic. And yes, I'd love to get his opinion on things.
0: What do you think, buddy?
1: <laughs> Kaiser literally just moved yeah. the microphone to him. Yeah, did he just
0: nuzzle it? Yes. Yeah i love it oh yeah he
1: did now he thinks
0: it's a toy so (laughs) caused a problem that's gonna be fun oh but kaisa
1: i seriously need to wake up you know what i think would help what kaisa's cocktail kaisa's cocktail
0: So this is called (laughs) the Crush Kick. Woo! Woo! And it is a coffee martini. And Dane gave me very detailed uh, recipe instructions here. I feel like every (laughs) week Dane is getting more and more into it. I know, I know.
1: Which makes us get more and more into
0: (laughs) Mm it. So it is rich coffee syrup, which is made with sugar and coffee a few drops of saline and a small amount saline of... yeah i guess so i guess it's like a coffee thing is that okay yeah yeah okay and a small amount of cayenne pepper and ground cinnamon Ooh. Um, the syrup should taste of sweet coffee but punchier it says <laughs> <laughs> um vodka or you can leave the vodka out for a mocktail um and then strong brewed coffee And you pour it all into a shaker with ice and shake until frothy. Strain into a martini glass and garnish with whole coffee beans. Yay. It's beautiful. Do
1: you think if I sent Dane and you, obviously, some like ingredients you can only get from here, he could try to make something.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. He's like the king of taking things from our cupboards that we Mm -hmm. have left and making like a gourmet meal. I don't know how. So I'm from Rhode Island and we
1: are, we pride ourselves on coffee milk.
0: Oh yeah. Oh,
1: which there's coffee syrup. So it's like making chocolate milk with cop with chocolate syrup, but instead it's coffee syrup.
0: That sounds delicious. And
1: Yeah. And there's two companies. So there's Eclipse and there's Autocrat. And fun fact is my grandmother's family made the Eclipse one and sold it. Whoa, cool. Yes. Very cool. But then we, there's another family that made Autocrat and it's always like Eclipse or Autocrat and everyone's like, Autocrat's the one that's actually like legit. And I'm like, fine, whatever. I really don't have a dog in this fight anymore. But yeah, we always had Eclipse in my house. That's a really fun story. Mm-hmm. I like that. Thanks. But maybe I'll send you guys a bottle of Autocrat. Yes. See what you think. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. I want to try uh, it. Yes. Um. Well, if you couldn't tell by the themed cocktail this week, we are talking about David Koresh, the Branch Davidians, and the Waco Siege. And That's then true. we'll go to another thing. There's really no good, <laughs> like, transition to the other topic. But we're going to talk
0: about America's Next topic. Instead top of model. hiding in a house, they're going to show off. There, I don't know. We're going to edit that
1: out. <laughs> no, please leave that in. That was so great. Was Both of us up are up struggling. <laughs> Both of us are struggling to get a good transition between Waco and then America's Next Top Model controversies. Toxic situations. Yes, you there know what? Go. Toxic leaders. Mm-hmm. There's people under them that are also toxic.
0: Exactly. Innocence
1: in toxic situations. <laughs> there we go there we found oh, the connection there we go there we go now as we've been doing recently if you don't want to hear this or relive it because i'm sure a good amount of us were alive during the waco siege in 1993 um we'll put the time stamp in the description so you can skip on ahead to hear how tyra banks and janice dickinson and a bunch of other people caused <laughs> some shit traumatized women yes and, and men and yeah exactly i have everyone. to say though i do enjoy janice's tiktoks of her watching people walk
0: yeah me too me too and what was she on recently she was on nip or not nip uh, botched botched oh my god sorry they're barking it's um, fine Bori just that- burped so <laughs> loud i was like can you hear it bory good job i know um She is entertaining just because she's so unhinged and her brain is partially rotted away, but (laughs) from drugs and But her on
1: that show, but we'll get into it. Yeah, we will get into it. We we will. How important it is to get into the topics
0: into it. Do you want to give us a little rundown on the history of the branch Davidians?
1: Yes, absolutely. By the way, I have it written like three ways in this. So this is going to be fun to remember it's it's Davidians and not divinians or dividends. I know.
0: I always want to say it differently, which is...
1: I don't know why my autocorrect changed it to
0: dividends. (laughs) Dividends. I wasn't talking about money. Holly, you do not get a martini. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Is he trying to jump up on the, ca- He's on the like table? He's, like,
0: going over the table, like, trying to get into my drink. I have to say, know. That's
1: why I enjoy having a pint-sized little guy.
0: <laughs> he can't
1: jump up on my desk while I'm trying to drink things, but... The big boy. I digress. Yes, let's dive into the Waco siege and the Branch Divinians. So... It is a religious group that originated in 1955 from a schism in the Shepherd's Rod following the death of the Shepherd's Rod founder. Victor, again, should I have looked up how to pronounce people's names ahead of time? I don't know how
0: to say it. I think it's probably Hotel or something.
1: Yeah. Like Houston, Hutef.
0: I can't remember. I watched some of the documentaries and that's where I figured out Koresh, yeah. but I yes. don't know. I don't know how to say that one. That's okay.
1: H-tep? Victor. Um, Shepherd rod was an american offshoot of the seventh day adventists Mm. so the davidians um, victor founded based on his prophecy of an imminent apocalypse involving the second coming of jesus christ and the defeat of the evil armies of babylon its Mm. leadership moved the church to the hilltop several miles east of waco texas called mount carmel there's no weird way to say that one. It's not Caramel or Caramel. It's C-A-R-M-E-L. Okay. Um, they moved again to a much larger site east of the city. And then in 1959, Victor's widow, Florence, announced that they expected Armageddon was about to take place, and members were told to gather at the center to await this event. Many of them built houses, others stayed in tents, trucks, or buses, and most of them sold all of their possessions. Newsflash, the world didn't end. Shocker, I know. Um, and following that failure, the control of the site fell to Benjamin Roden, founder of the Branch Davidians Seventh-Day Adventist Association, also j- then just known as the Branch Davidians. Upon his death, control of the branch fell to his wife, Lois. Lois considered their son, George, unfit to assume the position of prophet, and instead she groomed Vernon Wayne Howell later known as david koresh to be her successor in 1984 a meeting led to a division of the group howell leading one faction calling themselves the branch davidians and george rodin leading the competing faction george ran howell and his father uh, followers not fathers (laughs) off mount carmel at gunpoint and howell and his group relocated to palestine texas and then, after the death of Lois Roden in November 1986 and probate of her estate in January 1987, Howell attempted to gain control of Mount Carmel Center by force. George had dug up the casket of Anna Hughes from the Divinian Cemetery and had challenged Howell to a resurrection contest. What? To prove who was the rightful heir to the leadership. Howell oh instead gosh. went to the police and claimed Roden was guilty of corpse abuse, but the county prosecutors refused to file charges without proof.
0: Crazy, right? That's nuts. I didn't read about that. We they were nuts.
1: having a <laughs> resurrection off.
0: Oh. oh my gosh, that's creepy. Now,
1: okay, let's let's face it. There's a lot of bullshit going on. Like, there's a lot of craziness going
0: on here. Yes. Absolutely a cult. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. Oh yeah. If you guys didn't realize, we're trying out some cult stuff now. Yes.
0: Absolutely. It would be
1: good to expand our horizons.
0: Uh, And who's deciding these things are real? And it's just very bizarre.
1: I just find it so insane how people end up in these situations where they're like, "I'm going to sell everything I own. I'm going to live out of a tent. The world's ending. Like, why do I need everything?" And then it's like the next day, and the world hasn't ended.
0: What, what are you doing? gonna do
1: like no lie do you remember in 2012 when they were like the world's gonna end yes it was like the mayan calendar and everything mm-hmm. and a lot of people got into it there was a website that was like connected to facebook that showed like an earthquake is happening in australia on the day and i remember being in college in my room being like i'm is dead it gonna end yeah yeah like should I call like, what should I do? I remember being that person though and being like, "This is not good,
0: I know I mean, it sounds all of the Mayan history stuff was creeping me out because I'm like, yeah. they predicted everything, so yeah, so, um,
1: yeah, so then they ended into wanting to do this
0: resurrection off. What does that even mean? Are they trying to bring this body back to life yeah. and they both are competing to do it? Yes. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. It's bizarre. I know.
1: <laughs> how do we like, know who
0: du- who did it? Who
1: sect of this cult is stronger? <laughs> who is the rightful heir to the crazy And how thro- are they doing
0: it? They just like power over her, over
1: her with their their hands like come on like
0: using brain energy. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs>
1: very um very funny. Do you have anything on the shootout that occurred
0: afterwards? Um, I just have a note that says, In a gun battle in the late eight, 1987, yes. Roden was shot, George Roden was shot in the head mm-hmm. and chest. And Howell and seven followers went on trial for attempted murder. The seven other men were acquitted, and Howell's case ended in a mistrial.
1: Yep. That's all the, I have. The Rodenville Eight, they were called. Ooh. The Rodenville Eight. And it also took the Sheriff's Department... 20 minutes to respond to the gunfight great yeah good stuff good stuff yeah i mean it's funny so what ended up happening is so uh like you said uh the seven of them got arrested essentially (laughs) and uh i want to call him howell because that's what they're calling him but it's like we all know him as david koresh got off
0: Mm -hmm. which
1: interestingly enough that how he got off and the rest of them beyond me yeah Um,
0: i want to know more about that
1: exactly but during this rodin got arrested and put in contempt because he was using such foul language in court he was threatening the texas court with sexually transmitted diseases if the court ruled in koresh's favor oh my gosh yeah and then alongside those charges he was jailed for six months For elite for legal motions, he filed with explicit language. (laughs) Okay, yeah. He didn't die after getting shot in the head and no, just wounded. Oh my gosh! I don't understand what's going on with. We've been covering all these people. So many people shot in insane ways, and then they're living. I'm like, okay, (laughs) like what are you doing? And then after all this, Rodin tried using an axe to kill. Oh, he used an axe to kill a Davidian named Waymond Dale Adair, who visited him to discuss the alleged, uh, because Adair had a vision of being God's chosen Messiah. Of course. So Rodin was like, you can't be Messiah. I'm the Messiah. I am. (laughs) I got to kill you. And chosen acts. He obviously was found guilty under an insanity defense and was committed to a mental hospital. So after that is when Koresh was like, I'm going to get back on Mount Carmel cuz that's the goal here people. Mount Carmel all these is there toxic,
0: like masculine figures trying to take control
1: of a mount. <laughs> like what?
0: Is it a, I don't know, is it a
1: real mountain? No, it's like a hill, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. But he location. ended up paying off all the back taxes and took legal control of it. And then after the legal proceedings, it was noted in a 1990, minute interview by the Davidians' attorney, Douglas Wayne Martin, that the religious group had been back and forth to court since
0: 1955. Wow. 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 <laughs> wow. And that's when he changed his name, right? In um, 1990? I
1: don't know if that's after the New Light audio tape. Oh, yeah. Or er, I know he does. I think maybe it is at that time because I, it's before the Sinful Messiah stuff came out. He changed it.
0: Oh, um, yeah. So maybe it is during this time. I guess Koresh yes. is the Hebrew translation of Osiris, the ancient Persian king who conquered Babylon and allowed the Jews to return to Israel. So he was saying that he was a symbol of that when he took control over the branch Davidians. Of course he did.
1: <laughs> yeah and Classic then like
0: narcissist
1: yeah and then these new the new light audio tape
0: did you see me just spell all over yes i did
1: <laughs> i wasn't gonna say anything but we're then just you gonna asked. continue
0: on um sorry <laughs> no i don't have it. okay so but the new I light audio it. tape came out
1: in on august 5th 1989 where koresh said that god told him to procreate with the women in the group to establish a house of David of his special people. Blah. So that involved separating married couples in the group who had to agree that only he could have sexual relations with the wives while the men should observe celibacy. Yuck. He also said in these ta- in this tape that God had told him to start building an army of God to prepare for the end of days and salvation for his followers. Why is there always an end of days? I know. Oh, yeah, and then this is when, so he filed a petition in the California State Superior Court in Pomona on May 15th, 1990, to legally change his name for, quote, publicity and business purposes to David Koresh.
0: I think the end of days thing is just a way of them to control people, obviously, to the end strike of days. fear into people's minds. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. What um, a nut. What a nut. He's disgusting. <laughs> we haven't even really
1: got into the disgusting part <laughs> We haven't yet. really. No, oh we have Oh, my haven't.
0: God. Okay.
1: So then the Waco Tribune Herald began publishing The Sinful Messiah in 1993, mm-hmm. which was a series of articles by Mark England and Darlene McCormick, who reported allegations that correct, that correct, Koresh, had physically abused children in the compound and had committed statutory rape by taking multiple underage brides. Ew. Now, if this sounds eerily familiar to what's his name? Um, Warren Jeffs. Mm-hmm. You should be right. <laughs> the paper claimed that Koresh had announced he was entitled to at least 140 wives. And that he was entitled to claim any of the women in the group as his, that he fathered at least a dozen children, and that some of these mothers became brides as young as 12 or 13.
0: Ew, that's so gross. Yeah. And then,
1: on the other end of that, he and his followers were suspected of stockpiling illegal weapons. In May 1992, Chief Deputy Daniel Weinberg of the McEl McLennan county sheriff's department called the atf known as the bureau of alcohol tobacco and firearms to notify them that his office had been contacted by a local ups representative concerned about a report by a local driver
0: he accidentally saw what was inside a package he was delivering to the mount carmel center automatic weapons hand grenades and explosive powder After seeing this and noting that several similar seeming packages had been delivered there weeks prior, the driver thought it prudent to tell someone about what was going on.
1: Probably a good call. Yeah, Yeah. I think that's smart. Thank you for glad you did that. Yeah. Good, good job. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Now, let's face it, the ATF, there's a lot of lessons learned here for the ATF, the FBI.
0: There's a lot of overstepping on many. There's a lot there's a lot here guys yes so they found that david koresh and the rest of the cult were violating federal firearms regulations like you said raided on february 28th 1993 about 80 agents from the u.s bureau of alcohol tobacco and firearms raided the religious count compound that's also after
1: though they did a really poor job posing as poor college students living across the street (laughs) starting in june of 1992 yeah so they tried doing that first and failed miserably and then they also sent an undercover agent into the compound to become a part of the cult yes which is poor robert rodriguez
0: did he stay there did he he did, but okay. he did,
1: but Koresh knew that he was an undercover ATF agent and didn't reveal it that he knew that fact until the day of the raid.
0: Okay, yeah. why? So he could um, be like, "I knew it was you." Manipulate him, yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, sorry, random. I've been listening to a lot of podcasts where they do Zoom videos and these new zoom pop-up things are like freaking people out because they didn't announce it in any way and like then it's not sudden, happening to everyone either happen. no just some of them and they're like what just did happened? i show you it's this one you had if i do a heart mine doesn't do it
1: i don't even know how to make the confetti go i used to oh i think it's this one why doesn't mine do
0: it no we got to figure that out what is AI companion? Sorry. Okay. Um, that's what editing for.
1: for the raid. They uh, obtained search and arrest warrants. Um, the search warrant commanded a search on or before February twenty eighth in the daytime between six a.m. and ten p.m.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That seems very specific. I don't know. I've never seen a warrant before. Is that? I think they can decide when on.
0: to do it. Yeah
1: um and atf requested assistance from the dea and the u.s department of defense citing a drug connection based on a recent delivery to the compound of chemicals instruments and glassware a written testimony from a former compound resident alleging howell had told him that drug trafficking was a desirable way to raise money well yeah yeah several current residents who had prior drug involvement Two former residents who were incarcerated for drug trafficking crimes and National Guard overflights thermal images showing a hot spot inside the compound possibly indicating a
0: methamphetamine lab. I feel like we all have seen the news reports on TV about this whole thing that lasted 51 days. Insane. Insane. Um, It was very violent.
1: The Branch Davidians knew a raid was coming and despite that, the ATF commander ordered that The raid go ahead on february 28th even though their plan depended on reaching the compound without the branch davidians being armed and prepared and of course there any advantage of surprise was lost because why wouldn't it especially in this case because kwtx tv reporter had been tipped off about the raid asking for directions from a u.s postal service mail carrier who was coincidentally koresh's (laughs) brother-in-law right yeah yeah and then koresh then told undercover atf agent robert rodriguez that they knew a raid was imminent Mm -hmm. that was his way of telling him i knew it was you um koresh ordered selected male followers to begin arming and taking up defense positions while the women and children were told to take cover in their rooms koresh told them he would try to speak to the agents and what happened next would depend on the agents intentions Mm -hmm. Um, yeah Agents claimed that they heard shots from within the compound, while Branch Davidian survivors claimed that the first shots came from the ATF agents outside. Other reports claim that the first shots were fired by the ATF dog team sent to kill the dogs in the Branch Davidian kennel.
0: I don't like that. (laughs) I know. So yeah, yeah, it's still a mystery who shot first, but we do know that during the initial gunfight, Crush called 911 to try to get the authorities to lay down their arms. Mm-hmm. And while on the phone, he preached the Bible to the operator. <laughs> yeah. So shooting began, and this is where it all like goes fucking crazy. Um. After four ATF agents and six Davidians were killed in this gunfight, um, a ceasefire was arranged, and nearly 900 law enforcement officers eventually surrounded the compound, including hostage negotiators and rescue teams from the FBI. There were tons of news reporters around this like entire shootout. Like they were just parked around it and it's just hanging. So dangerous. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's insane. Um, during the on and off shootout, they actually put out news reports that they worked with the FBI to put out different news reports that would try to manipulate the people inside to leave. So they were like saying terrible things about Koresh and like how he planned on murdering everyone to Mm -hmm. try to get them to leave in that way they could arrest everyone and actually get inside um but they did some early negotiating and the Davidians sent out about two dozen children in exchange for food and other supplies um numerous children remained among those inside and many of them crushes children with various women because he had so many wives so many wives (laughs) he called them
1: spiritual wives well, yeah, because he couldn't legally marry them. Right. I don't think polygamy was okay in Texas, nor do I think it is <laughs> at all.
0: 11-year-olds, I don't think that's yeah. okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Let's see. So all this time, he threatened violence against those who would attack his family and asserted that the Davidians weren't planning a mass suicide, which was being put out into the news. Let's see.
1: Um, The FBI... Began consulting with Bible scholars. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Philip Arnold and James Tabor, who studied a transcript of Koresh's radio podcast. Oh, radio broadcast. Podcasts weren't there yet. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, t- try to understand Koresh's theology. And then that week, of course, they were guests on a radio program on Dallas radio stations. KRLB <laughs> and KGBS and Koresh heard the programs on a battery-powered a radio. And then on March 16th, he asked the FBI for permission to discuss uh, the Bible directly with Arnold, and the FBI denied his request.
0: Yeah, and he sent a message through his lawyer announcing that he had received word from God and, his, uh, and was writing his message on the seven seals. He would come out with his followers when he was finished. The hostage rescue team, which handled all the tactical maneuvers, disagreed on how to handle the siege. So, like, all of these different departments were fighting over how to how to deal with this. And that's where it kind of got out of control because they all were trying to do different things. Um the latter team, frustrated by the slow pace of the negotiations, employed aggressive tactics like playing ear splitting music or crushing the Davidians cars, disrupting often dele- delicate negotiation efforts. So there were some people trying to like peacefully negotiate while yeah. they're crushing their cars and blasting exactly. <laughs> and the stuff they were
1: blasting too Scary. all night broadcasts of recordings of jet planes pop music buddhist chanting and this it's is the kicker unhinged. the screams of rabbits being slaughtered
0: oh yeah i forgot about that that's so horrible like if you've ever heard okay. that sound it's horrible no and i don't ever want to they tried to the fbi tried to end the siege Um, at one point, and Attorney General Janet Reno ended up approving a plan to fire CS gas, a form of tear gas, into the Mount Carmel compound. Janet Reno. (laughs) Janet Reno, um, a famous name. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just after 6 a.m. on April nineteenth, 1993, FBI agents used two specially equipped tanks to penetrate the compound and deposit some 400 containers of this tear gas. Yeah,
1: we get into that, though. So she went and talked to Then President Bill Clinton about this, right? Yes, and he suggested they do similar tactics against the branch Davidians as of what was used during the April 19th, 1985, the Covenant, the Sword, and the Arm of the Lord siege in Arkansas, which ended without any loss of life by a blockade without a deadline. And then, of course, Reno countered that the FBI hostage rescue team was tired of waiting and all that, so
0: then. Clinton was like, okay, I'll just give the go-ahead. Gosh. So after that attack was made, um, several fires broke out around the compound. And then gunfire was heard inside, like you said. Safety concerns prevented firefighters from entering Mount Carmel. Um, they were, like, too close to the gunfire, so they couldn't get to the flames. Um, and it spread and quickly engulfed the property.
1: And this started um, at, like, 5 a.m.
0: Yeah, and I remember watching the documentary, they had several, mm-hmm. like it was really sad. There are multiple documentaries. One of them kind of shits on the police, and one of them's like really like empathetic towards the police. Of course. Of course. And they showed scenes of them like trying to climb up ladders into windows and then getting shot. And then they would have to drag the FBI agents away. It was like really horrifying to watch, actually.
1: Yeah, it's it was funny terrifying. Because you I watched the docu the one that's on netflix oh yeah the and that's day very before empathetic. yeah the day before you text me being like let's talk about waco and
0: i was like oh Great. really that's yeah. amazing i didn't yeah. know that amazing yeah <laughs> was it's like really interesting like yeah i just don't get how it happened like this
1: but it went from 5 a.m to hold on 12 1 13, 14, 15, 345 in the afternoon because yeah. I printed out the cr- chronology of events and it goes to <laughs> 1545. And I'm like, oh, I'm not amazing. in the military.
0: So they were hearing gunshots going off throughout the fire too. So they assumed there was a mass suicide happening. Like uh, Nine Davidians were able to escape. They show footage of them running out. It's really interesting and then once the fire subsided they found 76 bodies inside the compound including 25 children which is so So sad sad. koresh had a fatal gunshot wound to the head and several others had gunshot wounds in their bodies so it looked like they shot each other at the end
1: well it's so interesting too because there's the fbi tape that you can hear um the people in the house talking about like Oh, where's the, where's like the stuff? Where's the liquid? Where's the, so yeah. they thought they were going to do a mass suicide, like Jonestown
0: mm-hmm. and then it turns out they were just starting fires up in the joint. Like, and that's still not proven though. They, yeah. There's still people saying it was the FBI. Oh yeah. No, they're it's all according saying... to the government. Yeah. Is there are also people saying that the gunshots in their bodies were from the FBI shooting on them. I mean, it we'll never be. know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing was heavily criticized from the public. Reno took responsibility for the botched raid, later admitting that there was no evidence of ongoing child abuse. So basically, when they took the kids out, when some kids did get um, taken by the FBI, they interviewed them and locked them in a room with a psychiatrist and were trying to determine if they were being molested. So, they wanted proof to, like, have a reason for what they were doing. The violence. And they couldn't find it. So... Like, these kids were well taken care of, apparently, so... (laughs)
1: Yeah, exactly. I know. They were trying to find, like, any excuse for the raid, and then finally they landed on the, like, they used the child abuse, or alleged child abuse,
0: and the illegal guns. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: plan of mass suicide in the future. Yeah. The government is maintaining that its actions played no role in starting the fires, some of the gas that they used and they put inside the building was actually very flammable. So that could have started it. The weird thing is it was, there were fires set like all throughout the house. So like, it really didn't seem like they set fires inside. Yeah. Um, And the FBI wasn't getting inside. So it must have been them. Um, yeah.
1: They said like at 1207, that's when the first vi- visible flames appeared. And then like, A third fire was detected at 1209. So they all just, and then by 1210, it was spread so quickly throughout the entire building. Mm -hmm. And there were, it was all fanned by high winds and the openings created by the FBI because they had those two massive trucks that blew holes into the building that were like eight feet wide
0: Uh and high.
1: And so they could get the tear gas in. Which why do you need a hole that big to get tear gas in?
0: I know. I guess they had like metal walls inside the building. Like they had I mean, probably built yeah. these crazy locked metal things <laughs> inside. So that was part of the conspiracy because they broke through that. They think they could have gotten in and started a fire to get oh, them you out. You have a bunch of conspiracies. I have a lot of yes. conspiracies. I think but, we
1: need to do a conspiracy theory episode, too. Oh, my gosh. Just throwing that should. out
0: there. Sorry. No, we, we can should. wear our tinfoil hats like Craig. Um, I have a little tidbitty on Timothy McFay. if you want. Yes.
1: Give us a tidbit.
0: <laughs> okay. So the lawyer and former Senator John Danforth, um, who led the investigation into the seizures and concluded that the government agents did not start fires or shoot at the compound, which is not real. Despite this conclusion, resentment lingered about the government's handling of the situation, which partially fueled the growth of these homegrown militias around the United States. So, a lot of these like gun groups, <laughs> mm-hmm. cults, and anti militia or anti uh, government groups started. Yeah. Um, in April 1995, on the second anniversary of Waco's siege end, a militant named Timothy McVeigh used a truckload with four thousand eight hundred pounds of fuel oil and aluminum nitrate to attack alfred p mirror federal building in oklahoma city with a total of 168 people killed and some 850 wounded
1: oh yeah that's Um, the oklahoma city yeah
0: yeah but he was part of this branch davidian
1: yeah and he said he was like super inspired by david koresh and to do Mm -hmm. this yeah
0: so creepy so So creepy So during the standoff, Koresh had several late night chats with the FBI, like we talked about. He did admit to them that when he was a kid, he was lonely and he was bullied in school and placed in special ed classes as a result. But according to his mother, he was interested in learning and always wanted to explore. But he clearly had some learning issues and was bullied for it. Um, Koresh became interested in the Bible around 12 or 13 and would listen to preachers on the radio. By 18, despite having dropped out of school in his freshman year, he allegedly managed to memorize both the Old and New Testaments. So he was kind oh. of obsessed with religion. I'd say so. Yeah, at a young age, like 12 or 13. That's crazy. Go play soccer. <laughs> um, sorry. Oh, my God. Okay, and then some really crazy stuff about his childhood When Koresh was an infant, his mother married a man who had just been released from prison and was violent and abusive towards her and Koresh. He was 18 months old. Bonnie gave him to her mother to look after. And Koresh reportedly called his grandmother Mama. He basically was calling his grandma Mom a lot. He didn't recognize his mom as his mom. Wow. Um, There was another really nuts fact about Koresh's mom. Bonnie, in 2009, she was stabbed to death by her younger sister, Beverly, in her home. Whoa! (laughs) Yeah, there were the only two people there.
1: Um, Of course.
0: And there was a history of mental illness. And according to reports, Bonnie had gone to Beverly's house to take her to the doctor. But the motive of the murder murder is unknown. But that would cause some trauma.
1: A little bit. (laughs) yeah so on august 3rd 1993 a federal grand jury returned a superseding 10 count indictment against 12 of the surviving branch davidians the grand jury charged among other things that the branch davidians had conspired to and aided and embedded in the murder of federal officers and had unlawfully possessed and used various firearms and then the government dismissed the charges against one of them according to a plea bargain And then after a jury trial nearly two months, the jury acquitted four of the Branch Davidians of all charges. Additionally, the jury acquitted all of the Branch Davidians on the murder-related charges, but convicted five of them on lesser charges, including aiding and embedding the voluntary manslaughter of federal agents. Eight of them were convicted of firearms charges and received sentences up to 40 years. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And then six of the eight appealed both their sentences and their convictions
0: yeah and they got them reduced and by 2007 all of the survivors were out of yeah crazy town i don't think any of this happened the way it should have happened
1: yeah agreed i mean <laughs> so in the aftermath um it really prompted the fbi to reevaluate its tactics and proceed Ugh, i can't talk right now i sound like rumors and messages Anastasia? um tactics and procedures the agency made several adjustments in response to the criticism it faced including there was a greater emphasis on crisis negotiation and peaceful resolutions the hrt the hostage rescue team underwent enhancements in terms of training equipment and coordination to improve their effectiveness in high-risk operations and the interagency cooperation was emphasized to facilitate better coordination and information sharing among federal entities involved in complex situations
0: where are they now?
1: I don't know, Kaisa, tell me. <laughs> no, I seriously don't know. Please tell me. A small
0: little group of uh Branch Davidians live and worship at Mount Carmel today, called no. the Branch.
1: How uh, is that still allowed in that area?
0: I don't know. It's called the Branch, the, Loy- the Lord our righteousness. That is really hard to say for me. Mm. I don't know. Why. It's too many little Do they um, not go by they and but they just go by the Branch? comma they the should Lord our righteousness yeah <laughs> this group claims david koresh twisted biblical teachings but other branch davidians some also living in Mar- mount carmel still align themselves with koresh and his versions of the branch davidian faith so they're like some people that agree with him some that don't but they're both branch davidians. they're both there very strange wow they still idea. exist yeah no idea very weird. And I actually listened to a snippet of a podcast where they're interviewing some people who are Branch Davidians. And they were just talking about how everything was made up by the guy. Everything. And how the land was beautiful. And they miss running around and jumping in the pool that was filled with snakes. What? I don't know. That's what the woman said. She was like, it was filled with snakes, but I loved swimming in it. I was like, uh. Okay cool woman sure that sounds wonderful (laughs) clearly didn't listen to a ton of that that.
1: yes yes yes, Oh wow well I'm glad we made it out of that siege
0: and mostly unscathed (laughs) I suggest everyone watch the documentaries it's hard to explain everything that happened they're really really good Mm -hmm. super good very good but yes and what was good when I was younger but is so horrifying is America's Next Top Model.
1: I didn't realize it had such a watching comeback during COVID.
0: I didn't either. I didn't watch it.
1: I didn't either, but I guess that's how so many of these controversies have come up now. Okay. Is because the show, the show ran from what? 2000, 2000...
0: Five. three it premiered
1: okay. 2003
0: yeah. to 2018
1: mm-hmm. and people started re-watching it during I mean let's face it we all started re-watching shows during COVID because the two weeks we were just supposed <clears throat> to spend indoors turned into like eight a months
0: lot longer.
1: yeah <laughs> so a lot of people started re-watching America's Next Top Model and were like this could never air today I know right and there are so whoa, whoa, many whoa. Yeah, ollie agrees yeah. ollie has strong opinions on america's next top model yelling about the contract. he's the reason why we're talking about this he was it adamant is. we bring this
0: up he was like mom calls me chubby so <laughs> <laughs> she got it from tyra um God, seriously <laughs> so tyra created it when it premiered in 2003 or she was one of the creators Mm -hmm. uh she was an executive producer and it was also developed by ken mock and kenya barris it was semi-annually until 2012 and then annually from 2013 until 2016 when it has been airing on vh1 and that's when it isn't that when it resurfaced in 2018
1: yeah and they started doing
0: like all-star seasons Yeah. 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 So I only watched like the, I think up until like 2016.
1: Yeah. I, well you were in there longer than I was. I watched up until Whitney won, who she was like the first plus size Mm -hmm. model to win. I, I know quote unquote, I (laughs) loved her. Yes. Me too. And I think that's when I stopped watching and that must've been in high school. I think she was must have been like two thousand eight, two thousand
0: nine, maybe before. I just I watched it with my parents, and they never said anything about how bad. But it think was. about it; that's
1: because I was so normal back then. Like I know, and now I'm like us growing wow. up. It was like low rise jeans, like yeah, the, like practically have your
0: sorry vagina.
1: Yes, I was going to say have your labia. <laughs> Out and proud, like that's what I was about to say. (laughs) Flapping in the wind, flapping in the wind, and like crop tops and
0: time heroin chic, heroin chic. Yes, I have so many too. I just want to say I forgot about how they really took people's trauma and like used it against them, and like, like their worst fears,
1: drove it into overdrive.
0: Yeah, and I also forgot how bad the makeovers were yeah
1: like model makeover blackface
0: there's so we, many we examples okay yeah, yeah we can... throw throw one out there you start uh, us off okay um yes I have so many oh my god so I have so cycle one episode six. Oh, Adri- you got the episodes <laughs> yes. A- Adrian and I remember this I remember Adrian actually assaulted on her go remember those yes. So go see's, they would drop them in the middle of a city to go to a like, like random data. cities though. Like random that in they the, were like, other say countries. Like, yes. This was Paris, for example. Didn't she did not speak French. So dropped her in the middle of the city. They would just like leave them with nothing but like, I think an address, maybe. I don't even remember. Yeah, like no, they
1: had their itinerary for the day.
0: Yeah. Like so everywhere they needed to go address. and what time they needed to be there and all so that. So they were running around, not speaking the language she asked some man like directions and he reached up her skirt and she complained about it it was all on video too like it was on the show but she did say that the camera crew stepped in and pushed him away and they were there for her but like that's good just, like, that's like the one time they did that a much bigger deal though
1: yeah absolutely well i mean going off that then we have Kenya Hill, who was part of the final three in cycle four.
0: Oh God, the fat
1: shaming. No, she had to tolerate aggressive flirting from a male colleague and went on this YouTuber, Oliver Twix video, like show or whatever, and was saying that the aforementioned male model was practically erect and that she felt like she was being raped from behind. Oh my God. And in front of everyone horrifying and she's quoted as saying like I thought in that moment I was going to do what Tyra would do and she said like she would be a boss she would stand up for herself and she wouldn't allow this to go any further but when she talked to Tyra about it on the show the host told her to use her feminine wiles to as a exactly what the hell does that mean mean? as a way of telling the male model to back up she said boy you better back up before i knock you upside the head banks told her on the show but you do it in a fun way where he knows to back the heck up but then it doesn't really put static in the air (laughs) okay and then like you said like victim shame yeah and then they also talked about her diet during filming and encouraged her to eat a better off better to offset her weight gain in photo shoots she was forced to dress as the deadly sin of gluttony (laughs) and an elephant while the show played sound effects and zoomed in on her stomach
0: meanwhile everyone else was like a gazelle or something yeah and she was an elephant and then she was scolded for the
1: amount of retouching considered necessary on her photos as well yeah during that
0: nature shoot they said we gave you things so you could cover your belly also wait this is so ridiculous tyra like they all had their little like taglines that Mm -hmm. tyra said about them and she was like kenya was confident and hungry for success (laughs) little kenya's appetite for victory (laughs) that's so rude She's like basically being like she's a fatty yeah just on you it's so sick also she came out and said that they fed them like uh crew food like
1: Oh, I'm and sure and hot yeah.
0: dogs. And, They're like, not gonna just spend
1: it. extra money on other things
0: for them. So, like, she didn't usually eat like that. So, of course, yeah, she gained weight, you know? Yeah. It's so abusive. So abusive. There was the okay. There's the controversial shoot for the Got Milk campaign. Yes. <laughs> Cycle four episode five. <laughs> I remember
1: oh, by the way, I was on my TikTok yesterday and this. Like clip came, came up. up
0: it's i just can't believe like the shit that, that was that allowed on television today. like what the hell so, yes what talk about jay manuel the creative director said there's a twist <laughs> um we're actually going to switch your ethnicities he did an interview recently like a couple years
1: ago saying how much he regrets that
0: okay at least jay alexander I mean, it- did at least yeah Kenya, who uh, was who now a modeling coach, she said that she made a serious fuss about it because she said it was, it takes place prior to what she calls the sensitivity era. So not many people thought it was wrong at the time, obviously, but they were putting thick, thick, dark brown foundation on the white models.
1: Blackface is blackface no matter yeah. what era we're in.
0: And Tyra played it off as celebrating how beautiful black skin is. But that's not okay. No, that is not okay. And then
1: they brought it back again. Yeah,
0: they. (laughs) Oh my God.
1: In the race bending, it was race bending was the theme for a biracial themed shoot in 2009, where white models were put in makeup to make them appear darker and were dressed in stereotypical fashion garments and accessories. Tyra apologized for any offense caused on her talk show but by then it was already like it was already done also I totally wait, forgot she had
0: a talk show wait there was another one too hold on yeah I Stop. forgot she had a talk show too Um. oh yeah so they had an episode I don't know if this is the same one but they painted their skin dark brown to transform um, people into Botswana women no, that's a totally Remember different one. Ooh, sorry. Cycle 13. Um, This was called out by several people while they were getting makeup done and being put into blackface, literally. And then during the reviews of the photos, Nigel Barker described them as not looking National Geographic enough. That's because it's not authentic. Hello? But also, that is in itself not okay to say. Yeah, what the hell? Like, oh my god. It's oh my all god. just shocking you want to talk about
1: shocking how about the swimming pool shoot that caused hypothermia in 2006
0: oh my god i didn't read about this one yes so the models were
1: the models were asked to pose in a freezing cold pool for a floating water nymph photo shoot and to push through the pain that's what the coaches told them carity actually developed hypothermia after being told to push through the photo shoot and to make matters worse the judges told her she had to know her limits and practically blamed
0: her for putting her health at risk yeah they always blamed them they always blamed them um i remember that shoot and i was like that is so beautiful it was beautiful
1: but like the fact that they were going like catching hypothermia and then something you touched on earlier was like using their trauma in the shoots Two girls on separate seasons had to pose in photo shoots after finding out, like, their friends had passed away Mm -hmm. while on the show. So you had Kaylin, who had to pose in a casket after her friend
0: passed away. The day after.
1: Yeah. And the models each had, so this was the Seven Deadly Sins photo shoot, where they had to be put in a casket, and it was, like, eight feet underground. And she was representing wrath. So she ended up using all her anger towards this situation for the shoot. And then in cycle eight, um, how do you pronounce her name? I think it's Jail or Jail? Do you remember Jail. her? I think it's Gile. Yeah. She had to take part in a corpse photo shoot the week after her friend
0: died of an overdose. I want to go back and watch these and just like. Honestly,
1: I was thinking. Shocked. So, So my dad likes to call these kinds of days like a fuck all day where you literally Mm -hmm. do fuck all. Mm -hmm. Um, I love that. It's amazing. So I think I might rewatch this.
0: I know. That's what I want to do. Okay. So there was the, speaking of those like go see things. Yes. There was this woman, Brittany Hatch on cycle eight who she had memory problems because she was hit by a car. Yes. I remember her. I remember her, too, and they she got, like, really lost and confused mm-hmm. during her go-see. They dropped her in the middle of nowhere, and she was, like, freaking out and panicking. And they didn't help her at all, and they were unsympathetic and said, fashion has no sympathy or empathy. <laughs> Tyra added, we have hearts. Uh, we've known you for weeks and weeks, and we see you as a human being. But the world of fashion and advertising, you need to figure out what works for you and do it. Cute. Yep. Real cute yeah. and nice
1: of them to say. Yeah. um. So during the, like, makeovers, there was Danny Evans from Cycle 6. I adored her.
0: Yeah. It was so
1: great. Um, The judges pretty much chastised her for refusing to close the gap in her teeth. Right. And... Like, during that, Tyra asks her, do you really think a cover girl contract with a gap, like, do you really think you can have a cover girl contract with a gap in your teeth? And she was like, yeah, of course I do. And she, Tyra brushed it off, like, brushed off her optimism and mocked her and told her that a gap isn't marketable. Yeah, um, yeah Yeah,
0: that was fucked
1: up yeah so that clip went viral in 2020 when people started rewatching it and she posted and danny evans posted a response saying like what audience didn't see was how she was grilled by banks during the judging
0: yeah they cut it
1: out yeah and tyra went off on her saying like why didn't you get your gap closed i told you to get your gap closed and evan said that in that moment i knew what was happening i knew that i was basically being set up and not being told tyra wants me to get my gap closed so that it's good for tv
0: yeah so she wasn't told that tyra was like telling her to get it closed yeah until
1: and that Tyra happened. thought
0: she had heard that and it was just this whole drama yeah but how awful she's like i like my gap yeah like, Seriously. And then, oh like, oh my gosh, yes, yeah. ableism, them. ableism. Go for Matt, it, Nile. Uh, in cycle 21, I didn't watch this one, but I apparently didn't really. He they basically Helen Kellard, <gasps> stop it. So, this is when they were male models as well. Um, he was deaf, completely deaf. They happened to do a photo shoot in complete darkness, so he couldn't see or hear. They didn't have a translator on like the set. They told him they were gonna communicate when they were gonna take the picture by flashing a flashlight to signal it when to post. And he didn't understand it because they didn't have a translator to tell explain the whole thing. If you know you're gonna have a deaf
1: person on your show, how do you not have an ASL translator?
0: They did during like parts of it, but they didn't have it during the shoot when they were trying to explain this weird way. But that's like when they would need it. Exactly. So he said he was disoriented when the flash went off with the camera that he couldn't see a flashlight signaling to him so it was just like chaos and he was blind and deaf basically jesus then when he oh my god kelly catrone do you remember how awful she was yeah <laughs> she's a nightmare um so she asked him during the review if the shoot was his best and he said absolutely not and tried to elaborate and she was like that was my question I'm done and like cut him off
1: Dear Lord. it's all
0: just like really awful yeah.
1: um, Eugenia Washington came out she was on one of the seasons and she had to walk on a runway that consisted on of a path of wooden planks seesawing in a pool while wearing six inch heels a pencil skirt and two corsets she fell into the water and cracked her knee. Oh, no, sorry. She fell and cracked her knee to avoid falling in the water. And 16 years later, she said she still has visible scars from it. And she said, I felt like my life was being put on the line for ratings. It was. Yeah. And then do you remember Lisa D'Amato?
0: Yes. I she
1: do. came out. I mean, so she was, like, considered, like, the bad girl on the season. yeah. And she has openly slammed Tyra and Ken Mock in, a, in multiple social media posts that compared her experience of filming to the Stanford prison experiment. I mean, yes. Yes. And if you don't <laughs> know what the Stanford prison experiment is, it's they took a class and split them into prisoners and like police officers and wardens. And it got so out of control the power hunger of yeah. it and like control yeah. they had to end the study early
0: there's actually they made a movie on it yeah there's some documentaries yeah on it. that was bad like wasn't it that part of the shock thing too the shock therapy it's the same psychological yep type deal um okay. during the uh, cycle three I think the Japanese government got involved because they, yes. they were all prostitute or sorry sex workers yes and they like made them all change clothes and arrested them all and like <laughs> there's a lot of drama and yeah. it didn't seem like the production like stepped in at all no they, were they just didn't thrown into the
1: yeah speaking of sex workers yes there's Angela Preston who was stripped of her title due to what Tyra said on TV during the finale, Unusual Circumstances. Um, mm-hmm. So Angela was on the 2009 and 2010 Normal Seasons and then the 2011 All-Stars. She went so far as to like sleep in bus terminals to make tryouts for the show. Her infant daughter died after being born premature and dying 23 days later, which people really sympathized so with awful. on the show. Yeah. And she was really open about it. Um, So when the show was over, she moved to New York, but wasn't getting the high fashion opportunities that she was essentially promised from coming off the show. And she eventually ended up dating someone who encouraged her to sleep with men for money and who she said physically abused her. Um, So a bunch of her friends actually reached out to the show for help for her. Um, but allegedly no one from the show would assist. Um, So then she after all this she went on the all-star season and had her title stripped and then in 2014 the los angeles times reported that preston had sued banks after the former contestant said she had informed producers about her stint as a sex worker and then lost her title as a result
0: yeah and that was dropped unfortunately i wish she would have been able to see them they said they dropped it because of a moral clause like i'm sorry these days that would not be no um there was oh one second. There was another one. There's so many. That I wanted to cut. Co- well, the tirade is classic. Oh uh, the, yeah. <laughs> the iconic. We were I was rooting for you. We, we were all rooting you. <laughs> for you. Yeah. So that was to Tiffany Richardson. Tiffany. Um so she was dismissing apparently dismissing the show. Um, she said, I felt like I was fucking up every goddamn time. They were ripping me apart every week they just humiliated us they They did stupid stupid shit that makes me look weird and they're highlighting it and she told me um let's see so they aired that part which went viral but but not didn't air like the really fucked up shit she said she said she told her you can go back and sleep on a dirty mattress with your baby um what else did she say she was just like insulting her she said that right uh, there she was coming so she was coming off drugs before the competition and she was in a really tough place and Tyra like really whenever she talked her off camera was like you're gonna just go home and get addicted to drugs and be homeless again like she was just going oh my god yeah she has like a TikTok about all of this jeez
1: tyra has like yeah she has like really abusive language and like putting people down like do you remember kim stoles she was like the first openly gay contestant on the show Oh yeah and she was on the fifth season and tyra is caught like telling her how to make her gayness more acceptable
0: Oh, yeah. And she's like, I don't go around talking about how black I am. Yes. Like, she says, I'm yeah. black
1: and proud, but I'm not like walking down the red carpet saying I'm black. I'm
0: black. Like so she's supposed yeah. to like hide it. And also, know. what is that saying about you? Like, yeah.
1: And then there's another time like Tyra, um, shamed Tyra and the judges shamed. What was her name? Gianna or Gianna for posing for Playboy oh yeah 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 I feel like I remember that yeah what the fuck yeah and then the last one I had is for our, um Aminat Allende she told her so this was during the makeover thing she told her stylist that um she was allergic to relaxers but she was forced to continue with the makeover because Tyra wanted it
0: there were, and- okay there's so many situations where she fucked women up yeah. and then so- let them go
1: Yeah, so she says that she removed her extensions after the show and found a two-inch bald spot and said it took three years
0: for it to grow back. Okay, so those makeovers, she is not only, she not only takes their worst fear because they interview them and they're like, what would you not want to have? And they're like, I don't want
1: my hair bleached. I don't don't want want shaved head. And then they
0: shave them and it's always the extreme ones where they're the most upset that get kicked off. Mm-hmm. And then their prospects for modeling are ruined because they have this fucked up haircut. Or
1: Well, and then they're stuck with this fucked up
0: haircut or like new dye
1: job or like let's yeah. shave off your eyebrows and like all that stuff.
0: And it's, they're traumatized yeah. from it because it's like a traumatic event. Um, like Brittany Hatch, do you remember when mm-hmm. she got the weave? Yeah. She got Wasn't this, she like, like bawling her eyes out the whole time? She's crying so hard yeah. and she said that she had done a bunch of intense dye jobs before she went on the show and she had blisters all over her head from that. And they still decided to sew in a weave and they were so, she said that the scabs and sores were under the weave. Oh God. So it pulled at them. Yeah. They all weren't healing. Long. They were not. Yeah. She got infections. She had to be on antibiotics after she left and she was like, in excruciating pain and what did tyra say to her she said this is an example of how you should speak up for yourself but they actually called the episode the girl who cries all the time stop it and they shamed her the whole entire time they shamed her but they were like oh but you need that's such gaslighting abuse (laughs) you need to speak up for yourself but we're gonna make you feel like shit the whole time there's so many more examples i just don't even that show there were races there was racism amongst mm-hmm. cast members and they didn't do anything about it homophobia mm-hmm. remember when they made them wear those, like 18 inch and heels and, and they, they were, were like... all
1: falling over i thought all of them were gonna they break their ankles yeah. yeah
0: i think one of them did, did. Their ankle. i think yeah i think one of them actually did get like really hurt Anyway, this is I I do want to go watch them.
1: Maybe we'll, I do too. If we
0: see anything else, maybe we'll talk about it.
1: Later. Yeah, but it's just not like so crazy. the shit that was allowed.
0: It was just bullying.
1: And then haven't really
0: like apologized for. Yeah, that's the thing. Okay, I want a documentary to come out. Me too. Tyra, well, I mean, she's wild. She yeah. is wild. Have you seen the recent Tyra stuff? Mm-mm. Wasn't there, like, a basketball game where there were, like, furries sitting next to her? Oh, I did see that. Did you see that? Yeah. I was like, this has to be a publicity thing, right?
1: It's interesting because, like, there's a conspiracy out there that, like, her rivalry with Naomi Campbell and Naomi Campbell just, like, not even acknowledging her presence is why she's so mean to these models on the show. Yeah, that makes sense.
0: I could see, but I mean,
1: if you're gonna go like Tyra Banks or Naomi Campbell, I mean, like I wouldn't want to mess with Naomi
0: Campbell. I also wouldn't want to mess with Tyra. I want to mess with that one. It's
1: scary. Yeah, didn't when Raja did her on Snatch Game? Didn't Ty like she was friends with Tyra, and then after Snatch Game, she was like Tyra hasn't spoken to me since it came out. Yeah.
0: She was like oh, smizing with her eyes. And then
1: it was like fake blood.
0: <laughs> I loved it. Smizing. That was, that went. Smizing. still a thing. Like that is still a viral thing. So she did I make an impact in Smile with someone. your eyes. <laughs> oh, my God. I loved that show back in the day. Me too. Jeez. Yeah.
1: I think you and I, once we're done today, we're both going to end up.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If you have nothing to do. I know I have nothing to do. So I'm going to go watch just, some, I so... think.
0: The eating disorder okay that's another thing oh I yeah say tyra when she started the show said she was starting this to change the culture of modeling and how she wanted to get rid of the the glorification of eating disorders and things like that but the whole time she's fat shaming they're fat
1: shaming everyone her and janice dickinson would sit there and be like this say, girl, chubby, that like
0: wait. she's a plus she, they said yeah she's a large model but it's like the top half half is a small model. Like she said that about someone. Yeah.
1: There was like this TikTok that got taken down of do you remember Robin Manning? Yes. She was so sweet. I really loved her. Um, there's like this clip that was going around of Tyra and Janice discussing and they considered her plus size. Yeah. like discussing during the first season of the show, calling her like fat and huge. In all her like, photos. she's
0: So fat she'll never be a top model. Yeah.
1: And of course, Janice Dickinson says she like doesn't really have any regrets about the critique she doted out during the time as a judge because she said it was all acting.
0: What? Yeah. That wasn't the point of the show. You weren't supposed to be acting. I don't know. But so. I mean,
1: then she was like, Yeah, and then Tyra, you know, they
0: weren't friends anymore and all That's that. another thing. Tyra had a falling out with almost all of those posts. Yeah. So she's crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I hate to use that word when describing um, women, but.
1: Well, do we yeah. want to go quick shots or quick recommendation?
0: Shots oh, whatever you want.
1: I don't know. I'm asking you.
0: Let's do quick shots of truth.
1: All right.
0: Quick
1: shots of truth. Alex was just a surprise. And I was dying laughing. I was like,
0: quick shouts of truth. And I was like, I where was... did she get this? From the episode. Um, you said it in the episode, and I was like, I'm gonna slow it down. I feel like I now have to be careful of every single thing I say. No, I won't do no, I it. No, I love it. I love it. I love it. I was love editing that. it and cackling, and Dane was like in the kitchen, like, what the fuck? And I was like, Alex is gonna kill me. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh i love
1: it it's so good
0: it is, it is fitting and it's short and cute thanks love it. just anyway. like you have kaisa's cocktail corner we both if have embarrassing to say that i now get to say <laughs> quick shots of truth i love it
1: okay okay so you first okay you ready
0: ready okay
1: warm it up and sure. go milk dark or white chocolate uh Dark Chocolate. Disney or Nickelodeon? Nickelodeon. Okay. Giving up coffee or giving up alcohol? Alcohol. Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, or Hunger Games. Which girl are you?
0: Uh, I have that question. Um, Stop it! Wait, what is what are the three? Sorry. Harry
1: Potter, Lord of the Rings, or Hunger Games.
0: Lord of the Rings.
1: Adopt a red panda or adopt a red fox?
0: that's hard red panda
1: okay done
0: okay mine were a couple other things but i have that same question stop wait
1: how the hell did we both have that question
0: i changed i changed it though hold on
1: are we just changing it are we just that connected
0: yeah we don't share these questions i think yeah mine was uh, game of thrones or lord of the Rings. i think but i have a new one so okay ready yep explore space or deep sea space yeah that's harder to do um (laughs) beyonce or britney oh i know (laughs) i know
1: i think right now i have to go beyonce i get that
0: texas Uh, has a hold (laughs) on me sorry it is really good so good (laughs) uh sweet or spicy sweet Mm-hmm. except with margaritas oh yeah yeah um star wars or game of thrones game it's, of thrones yeah yeah uh favorite housewives or bravo franchise one favorite It's so hard <laughs> sorry to do this oh to you Oh god that's so mean i know
1: vanderpump yeah yeah by the way noah khan is a huge fan of Below Deck. He's watched every single episode and he's obsessed with Captain Lee.
0: Yeah! I love him so much more. I do too. Oh my God. Captain Lee. I have a, um, what's it called? from Cameo from Captain Lee. Do you really? Yeah. didn't got it. I love that. You can't. He also pronounced my name wrong. Kasha? I can't remember. I'll send it to you. It's really funny.
1: What did Dr. Deb call you? Kai oh Kaira. She like had such Kai Su.
0: They Kai-su! all say Kai Su. That's what Captain Lee said too. Kai Su. <laughs> but like
1: there's no you <laughs> in
0: your I, name. I, I think I spelled it out K A J Dash Kaiza U H. Cause that's how I Yeah, Kaiza. But they must be reading it Sue like Sue. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, Captain Lee's was kind of sad because it was like when I lost my job during COVID and he was like, I heard you lost your job. And but that's <laughs> so sweet that did, did that very encouraging. for you. I
1: love that. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you have to recommend this
0: week? I'm still like loving true detective. Um Night I Country. have a surprise for you. Have you been watching it?
1: I binged it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that good. was gonna be it's mine intense. too. Yeah, I was like a little nervous in the beginning. Okay, so I've never seen any of the other seasons. I suck.
0: Oh, they're good. Yeah, that's what I've been. Told. You would like them. Yeah.
1: So, um, I was a little nervous at the beginning. It was gonna be like all paranormal stuff. Mm-hmm.
0: But it's so good. It's so this more like it hooked me. And stuff. Yeah. I have
1: a harder time wrapping my head around Jodie Foster
0: sleeping with
1: that many men
0: <laughs> down getting banged on a table
1: like <laughs> like making that many enemies <gasps> because she banged people's husbands i'm like yeah but this
0: is jodie foster in alaska like a small town in Alaska. <laughs> it's great I'm i like, love okay it. yeah it's really good though um also traitors, which i know you're obsessed with too like
1: <laughs> this last episode was so good can ct and phaedra have a spinoff
0: is i the whole possible? time we were watching, I was like, they need to fuck. <laughs> it's like, they just need to I love them on the so floor. much.
1: Well, Phaedra has like a long term boyfriend now, I guess.
0: But like, oh, yeah. I love Do- that. A together. doctor or something. I, yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah. I always forget she is a lawyer and she is like so she good had, at what she does. She is
1: having a year already, she is only mid February. A comeback. She, she's having a real comeback. She's on Traders, married to medicine. Mm-hmm. Like, changing up the franchises yeah oh you know what I have wanted you been to watching married to medicine I've never watched married medicine and I, I tried watched... to watch it I don't like it yeah I don't know I can't get into it mm-hmm. um but I can't wait for Atlanta to come back because Portia's coming back I know how are you feeling
0: about that I'm excited
1: I'm so excited her. but Kenya's excited to have her back I'm like Whoa. And the hot
0: dog king's gone, and like yes, it's she's her... a whole new woman. It's a
1: whole new woman. <laughs> I cannot wait. Um, wait, and who left? Candy. Candy left. Candy's you know what? Gone. It was time.
0: Yeah, she's she's like a successful ass businesswoman. Like, yeah, she has her shit she's that she needs going to do. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um. Anything else to
0: recommend? Mm. I don't know. Drag oh Race has been amazing too. Drag
1: Race has been amazing. If you're not watching it, get with it. Um, yeah. I recommend listening to us and following and subscribing and leaving us reviews. Guys, don't forget, we want to start doing those questions, so send us some questions. Yeah, We're happy to talk about it. We need some. It'll be fun. It'll be so fun. <laughs> it can be a hypothetical, like, what would you guys do if it was the end of the world? Or like,
0: I'm having a fight with my roommate about this. What do I do? Yeah. And we'll give you some funny advice or real advice. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, listen, I love
1: playing the older sister role. It's really fun for me. That thumbs up is accurate.
0: And I am an older sister. <laughs> me too. <laughs> but my sister's more mature than me. So, <laughs>
1: same. I think my all three of my sister. sisters are more mature than me. <laughs> I think they look at me sometimes being like, how the hell are you the oldest one? I'm like, it's just by age, guys. It's fine.
0: I thought you had an older sister. Nope. Why did I think that?
1: Because I don't act like the eldest, probably. <laughs>
0: oh, that's so funny. Oh,
1: my God. Nope. Okay. It's me. I'm
0: top, of, of, the, on top of that totem pole. Yay. We um, are older sisters. Yeah.
1: So give us questions. Give us questions. And don't forget to like, subscribe, follow, leave a review, send us a question. Follow us on Instagram at Crime Cocktails and BS. On TikTok at Crime Cocktails and BS underscore. Gotta get that underscore. (laughs) (laughs) All that good stuff. You know why? Because I made one by accident. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm trying to figure out how to delete it.
0: Did you make the one with the right name? Yeah, we should use that one. Yeah, but I don't know how to make it. A, it I know it's a I whole thing. Figure it out, either. Yeah, <laughs> okay, it's a whole thing.
1: Where I'm not the most tech savvy, as We're I both as I hit my okay. head with a dongle that's on my desk.
0: <laughs> we, we may look. I have a dongle too. Dongles. <laughs>
1: um okay clearly we need to go okay um, but oh my god it just started snowing like Ooh, hardcore crazy. out my window anyway send me guys, pictures. i will guys have a wonderful rest of your day thanks for listening thanks for joining us and we'll see you hear you next time goodbye goodbye so-